Find yourself wondering how to create balance for yourself and truly work on the pieces that dictate your happiness? Welcome to the Fit Balance Podcast, where I will help you redefine balance, work on mindset, create healthier habits, and live a life of wellness. I'm happy you are here. Good morning. Happy Sunday. I don't think I'll be bringing an episode to you every Sunday. Sorry if you could hear that little squeak. I didn't move my microphone around. Um, But I thought, you know, there's things that I do on Sundays that are fairly automated and I don't even think about them anymore. And I think those are the things that have become a habit for me that I feel are valuable to people who are just maybe starting out on a health and wellness journey fitness journey, who are maybe feeling stuck in whatever they are calling it. I like to call it a journey just because it's life and their lifestyle. And so I thought I would just share with you some little tricks, tips, tidbits of information that I do each Sunday, really without thinking about it. This may be useful to you. This may be things that you're already doing. Maybe this is a little bit of inspo or motivation to just get up off of the coach if you're watching the Olympics. I don't know. But this is just, these are just things that I do without thinking about it that I know other people, when I work with clients, these are the things that they need most. So I want you to think about your week. Think about how busy your week is this week. So you probably maybe have, I don't know what you call it, but we have like one of those mom calendars from Costco that sticks up on your on your door, or your fridge, and the kids' activities, although they are fairly limited right now, and any appointments that we have, uh, any meetings that myself or my husband have that just kind of maybe go over supper time or things that are going to have an impact on our week. Those kinds of things we need to have in our schedule. So whether that's an app, we have a, the um, Cozy app where we have all the things that we have to do and the kids are getting older. So there we've added them in. They've got their own colors. So the things that they have to know what they have to be doing, whether it's an appointment or a practice, it's in the app. So whether you're a paper and pencil person or you are an app person, we kind of do both. And then we track everything on Life360 because we don't have Apple phones. So we uh, we know where the kids are at all times because Rob and I are Samsung and the kids are Apple. So we don't use Find My Phone. Anyway, so we're digital and we're paper. So the things that help me get my week organized is making sure I know what the schedule is for the week. And here's what I tell people. You have to eat, right? So your, your week may look insanely busy with all kinds of things going on, but you still need food. So even though your week might be busy and one of your reasons, or I like to call them yabats, one of the yabats that you have when you are invited to take part in one of my groups or you are, if I, if I, you know, check in with you and you had a really busy week, I always remind people, okay, your week is busy, but your energy matters and fueling your body is going to always need to be a priority. So what can I do to help you make that a priority? So paper and pencil is how I like to keep things organized. Yes. I have an app that I use to track my actual nutrition, but to keep things organized at the beginning of the week, I like to get out a piece of paper and I go through my fridge, whether that means cleaning it and it needs to be cleaned today very badly. It means going through the products, produce that I currently have. And if you've been following me for a while, you know that I use um, Tupperware Fridge Smarts. If I had a link for you, I would share a link with you. If you are a Tupperware rep and you have a link for somebody or, you know, want me to pass your name along, let me know. Uh, but those work really well for keeping your produce fresh. So I use it for things like my greens for my salad, broccoli, uh, Brussels sprouts. I keep my peppers 
just the way they are. I use a Tupperware container for onions. Um, tomatoes are usually pretty good. Um, yeah, so I just, depending on what the vegetable is, I will wash and prep them as soon as they come off the grocery store. So by the end of the week, they're usually gone. But if they're not, I need to kind of take inventory on what fresh things I am in need of, whether it's fruits or vegetables. So that's the first thing that I do is take inventory of the fridge, of the freezer, and of the pantry. So for things like canned tomatoes, um, rice, quinoa, beans, if we're having those that week, um, wraps, the kids like tacos and, um, chicken fajitas. So I make sure that I have wraps usually in the freezer, things like chicken, ground beef, pork chops. If it's warmer out and we're barbecuing, which we do tend to do throughout the course of the entire year, but it's, everything's frozen right now. So we're not going to be barbecuing, but I take stock of what meats we currently have. And then I sit down with a week schedule and I write out all of our suppers. I don't focus on breakfast. I don't focus on lunch because typically lunch is leftover from what I've made the night before, which is kind of funny because I don't know how you feel about leftovers, but leftovers to me, if I, if I make extra, sorry, I make extra for supper. I make sure that I've made extra supper so that that also becomes my lunch. So if we're having chicken fajitas, for example, I will keep some of the chicken and make sure that there's enough left over so that I can take that for my lunch. Even if it means the kids don't have a second serving or a third serving, I take it. I know that's not very kind of me as a mom, but I do. So leftovers to me doesn't mean, oh, Isaac, you didn't eat that. Oh no, you didn't eat that. Here, let me scoop that into my my container. Rob is all over that. I, I, I don't, that... Yes, it's leftovers, but I don't call what I, how I make my meal plan and call leftovers, leftovers like that. Rob just doesn't like to throw food out, but I don't give it to my kids. I keep it for myself and I put it in a container and that's my lunch. So when I'm making my meal plan, I will make things according to what I want for lunch the next day. So on the weekends on today, I will cook stuff that I know we won't be having for supper. So for example, I just took out some chicken from the freezer. So I'm going to cook that. You just use a really simple, like a balsamic glaze recipe. And I'm going to have that in the fridge so that I can cut that up and put it on salads this week. Last week I made stuffed peppers. Those are not something that my family enjoys. So I made a couple of stuffed peppers so that I could have that for my lunches. That's not something I would necessarily have for supper. Unless we get home, kids are busy, not really feeling supper. I will make, I'll warm up something that I've pre-cooked. So the schedule of meals that I'm making, I focus on supper because we generally all eat the same thing. Now, there are some differences. So for example, if we're having spaghetti and I'm not having the actual pasta, and that really usually comes down to what is my carb intake for the day? Because guys, if you are in weight loss mode, you need to be in a calorie deficit. That's not rocket science. In fact, it's science. It is rocket science. It's science. You need to be in a calorie deficit. So if you're eating, say, carbs at lunchtime, I tend to have my carbs done by 2 p.m.-ish. So I'm probably not going to have pasta if I've already had a carb-filled lunch. So my spaghetti pasta night, I'll make spaghetti squash. So I'll still have all the same sauce. I just will have more veggies with mine than carbohydrates. That's just an easy swap for me. Um, if we're having tacos, I tend to do lettuce wraps because I like the crunch of lettuce. Now, I don't just use like romaine. I like getting um, just like a 
regular head lettuce. And then sometimes I will put some extra spinach in there just because there's not a whole lot of nutrients in just a regular head lettuce. I like to have as many vegetables as I possibly can because obviously we want things that are fiber filled and the more veggies we can get in the better. So I'm, we're generally all eating the same meals. I'm just making a few healthy swaps. And if you want me to do a, I can do a whole episode on some healthier swaps. Um, I'm not going to tell you to make cauliflower waffles. Like that's just not in me. I have done cauliflower pizza crust before, but I'm just, no, I like pizza too much. I'm not going to, that, that's just not me. So on Sundays, I, if you're writing this down, do a pantry inventory, freezer inventory, fridge inventory, figure out what it is that you need to make the meal. So if you need cinnamon or you need chili powder or you need um, chicken broth, veggie broth, if you're making a soup, if you need heavy cream, if you need things, if you need cheese for your tacos. It's better to be ready on say the weekend for the week coming up because your weeks are busy. And if you have everything at home, you're not then going to the grocery store after work hungry where there's tons of temptation. So write out your grocery list, figure out what it is that you need, figure out what your meal plan is. And I bet you every week it's generally the same. You're probably having generally the same meals to the point of maybe being tired of them. That's kind of where I am with tacos, chicken pita. So I've been making like um, taco salad. So I will take um, like a spicy mayo and I'll mix that with a little bit of lemon juice, a little bit of water. I know that sounds crazy, but that thins out the spicy mayo, but it still has the kick, uh, a little bit of olive oil. And then you make a dressing that way so that you're still kind of sticking to that Mexican feel have salsa. Um, some of the organic salsas are really kind of watery in a good way. And that can be mixed in with a little bit of Greek yogurt to make a really yummy dressing that way. So just get creative, but just have the things on hand so that you aren't having to head to the grocery store, number one, wasting money. And number two, having all the temptation that is at the grocery store that you know is not going to help you have that calorie deficit. So you're doing that inventory. You're creating a meal plan and it can be really loose, you guys. If you are having breakfast at home, then egg cups, super simple. Um, making steel cut oats and put it in your muffin tins and throwing that in the freezer and then throwing them in a Ziploc bag. They warm up with a little bit of almond milk on top, two minutes, done. Keep things super simple. You do not need to overcomplicate things. I think the reason why nutrition tends to be so confusing for people is that they want quick results and they want, you know, fast, easy recipes, which is totally doable. But what ends up happening is you end up getting all these recipes or getting all of these um, uh, ingredients that you don't normally have in your house. And then you're, you're feeling confused or you can't find it at the grocery store or you're getting to the grocery store and you're hungry and you are tempted by all the stuff that's there. And then before long, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, all the week is gone. And then you feel like you're starting that over every single week. Every Monday is the same. It's like a reset button. And I talk to women who feel defeated and then, oh yeah, they also have all these broken messages. Like they should look a certain way and feel a certain way. And this should be fast and baby weight should be gone quickly. And new moms are tired, but you should, all the shoulds that exist out there when it really, when you scale it back, it can be, it can be a lot less confusing when you're looking at simple nutrition, creating a deficit, understanding how your body needs to be fueled, that you actually probably need more calories 
even though we're talking about a calorie deficit, of good, wholesome, fiber-filled, protein, healthy fats, limited carbs just because carbs are spiking your blood sugar, not because carbs are evil, but because you understand what it does to your hormones, that's when your body starts to respond. But if you are just kind of like on a hope and a prayer going through your day and your week and you're just kind of like getting to the grocery store, you're hungry or you're getting home from work and you're tired and you have nothing planned, even just nothing written down as an option or you didn't take out the chicken from the freezer or maybe you don't have any ground beef thawed, then getting home from work and just grabbing something and mindlessly eating through the kitchen. And I don't know about you, but I have caught myself standing, looking at my phone, eating crackers just for the sake of eating crackers and going, what the hell am I doing? Like, this is not aligning with my goals. Being very aware and mindful and setting yourself up for that success on a Sunday as you look at your week and you can just maybe Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, think of your suppers and how that's going to set you up for successful lunches. I know that by the end of the week, you're going to go, huh, that was a little bit of success. That was a little win. Can I do that again? I sure can because it's doable. Okay. Hope this helps. Let me know if you have any questions. Chat soon. Bye. You have been listening to the Fit Balance Podcast, where I help women redefine balance and truly work on all things wellness. Thank you.